just happened <laughs> is it a speakerphone miracle it's a speakerphone miracle <laughs> <laughs> wait julia i actually wonder if so i this is the first time that i am not using my shitty scratchy headphones because i'm a <laughs> jerk and didn't realize those were ruining the audio um, uh-huh. but i wonder if it's easier on your end because i'm on speakerphone right now maybe but see the miracle that just happened is i think anchor heard our cries my cries are <laughs> <laughs> pleased to fix <laughs> to fix their speakerphone because when i answered normally it like you know when you have a normal phone call it comes up with like the mute keypad speaker whatever yeah. options so Anchor never had that for me. It was just like a blank screen and I kept poking at it being like, but speakerphone. <laughs> <laughs> but hello. But hello, help me. But this time when I picked up, it gave me all those options and it's staying on the Aww. screen. And so I can like actually go back and forth between speakerphone and not speakerphone now. Oh my God, that's awesome. Well, you know, as much as we like to poke fun at Anchor, I actually fucking love Anchor. Like, I, really... <laughs> I just think they're so great. And that's like such an example of like, they probably are just like realizing that they need extra stuff and are adding it, which is super cool. Yeah. So Anchor, you're awesome. We love you so much. Woohoo. Anyone who wants to do a podcast, use Anchor. I know. Seriously, you guys, I would not know how to do. I mean, Julia definitely wouldn't know how to do this stuff, but I would. No, absolutely not. I don't even know how to record on like my own phone, not using Anchor. I like the other day I used Anchor to record my cat's purring because I was like, is there another option to record on here? I don't know. I'll just use Anchor. <laughs> <laughs> Anchor's the best for recording our kitty purrs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's like voice memo or like whatever other things are on iPhones, but like, I don't know how to use that. <laughs> yeah, I usually just use voice memo. It's super easy. <laughs> I, yeah, literally couldn't find it. <laughs> Well, that's fair. Um, well, good morning, my time. I guess it's later your time, but we usually yeah. record at night, but we are recording very early today. It's daylight. Woo! Daylight is out. I'm still drinking my coffee. I. Yeah. What else should we say? Well, welcome um, to Paranormal Captivity. Yeah, welcome. So today we thought we would do a little bit of bring you the latest in kitty world news sorry i was trying to do like a broadcast thing and it wasn't really working (laughs) i mean close enough it was that's fine i didn't know what you were going for but it 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 came together in the end well we know now (laughs) so this isn't like the newest or the well one of them's kind of new so anyway we thought that we would um because there are some like kind of fun kind of cool cat related like news stories that are like kind of up our alley so we thought we'd cover that today Uh, well a couple of them so we have three different stories one of them em actually tagged me on tagged the podcast on um on twitter which i hadn't heard this yet which was so interesting Uh, i'm so glad they sent that um so do you want to start with the kitty mummies sure which was honestly in my opinion the most horrifying of the stories Yes, I agree. And I also have to apologize because the article, there were like a bunch of different articles and I just clicked on one and was like, the History Channel, I'll send that one to Julia. And when I actually got in here to read the title of the article, many apologies because it is horrifying. (laughs) It was absolutely horrifying. And I kept being like, is this like a real thing? Did they actually do this? But, you know, like the ancient Egyptians were like kind of crazy people crazy to cats for sure they definitely had a crazy culture yeah so all right so the title of this many seriously many apologies to everyone already i figured we'd do this one first and get out of the way um kitten mummies found in pyramid were likely strangled by priests so 
the yeah. bent of this article is pretty much like it really is like when I first saw the article I was like oh my god cat mummies like that's so interesting I guess I didn't really think about like how those cat mummies came <laughs> why they were mummies to be. <laughs> yeah because it it definitely breaks it down of like I guess what was happening it kind of became the religion in ancient Egypt sort of started to become like the Catholic church and indulgences where people would come into the church and like buy their way out of sins and apparently one of the ways they were doing that in ancient Egypt was to buy already dead cats from the church and then it turns out that the cat the cats you know it's not like the priests were although they probably should have just been going out and like if they were gonna do this like there were probably many dead cats in the like I don't know like find some other naturally dead cats because I guess the priests were like pre-deading the cats for people to buy to offer up to the yeah to the deities. But, I mean, it it kind of falls in line with like I mean, it's horrifying because it's cats, and I think we all have a soft spot for them. But like, it does fall in line with like other religions that require sacrifices. So I guess that part, if you think of it that way, and you like switch out cats for like sheep, it makes a little bit more sense and has yeah. that kind of like familiar feel to it that's true and as we've seen in other countries like i mean morocco i think is a little bit better to their cats than i think maybe you saw in like turkey but there are definitely other places where cats are not as domesticated and household as they are to us oh, now i'm not for sure yeah no turkey to... turkey was great to cats i mean um Istanbul is like known as the city of cats. Albania, on the other hand, they do not do well with any animal. Let me tell you. (laughs) Maybe that's what I'm thinking of more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Julia did not come back from Albania with two cats for no no cause or no reason. (laughs) (laughs) That I would have brought back all of them if I could. Oh, God. And a puppy. I remember that puppy you had for like a second. Oh, yeah, that puppy. But that was not my puppy to be taken care of and it did end up at my vet in the capital who was Turkish and actually did take care of animals very well and he (laughs) so my site mates actually found that puppy and they're like we'll do something with it I guess because we can't keep it so they took it to my vet and he was like um I'm not an animal shelter but I'll take it anyway (laughs) oh man yeah that must be hard to be a vet in a country like that yeah for sure I think that vet ended up with a lot of random stray animals that they probably just like ate the cost and took care of until they could find some foreigner to adopt it yeah all right sorry I like already have to pee I spoiler alert I don't know why spoiler alert uh, I had kidney stones on Thursday night so I'm oh, gonna no. go pee really quick but I yeah right go back. for it Okay, sorry, I'm back. <laughs> That's fine. I just had Mushu purr into the microphone while you were gone. Oh, good. <laughs> nice little Aww. elevator waiting music. Oh, buddy. Cat purrs. <laughs> Cat purr waiting music. Oh. Oh my god, yeah, we'll have like little cold music if we ever need it. And I'll put in uh some kitty purrs. Kitty purrs. Um, okay, so we were on, oh yeah, so, okay, so apparently recently, I guess the reason they're finding all of these cat mummies, I guess this isn't a new thing, because I was reading it, and they were saying that, like, a lot of archaeologists were, like, actually annoyed that there were so many cat mummies, because they, like, it was, it was, like, impeding their finding other cool stuff, but one of the other interesting parts of this article, I thought, was that apparently, um, you know, after a lot of the unrest that happened in Egypt, the Egyptian government saw this like really sharp decline in um, tourism there like huge it was like something like 14 million visitors a year to like 5 million or something crazy like that one of the things they decided to do was to do a lot more 
excavating and digging and archaeological, like, you know, trying to find more cool, interesting things for people to come see. So I did think that was kind of cool that they were putting a lot more money, you know, or like time and energy and money into like finding more things. And actually, Julia, we like really wanted to, we were like trying to go to Egypt, um, yeah. up in Morocco instead, but right. Yeah. So Egyptian government, if you are listening, the reason we did not go to your country is not because of the danger. It was because your flight prices are so damn high. Neither of us could afford it. It is very true. (laughs) Even being like over in that region already, like I was so close to Egypt the entire time I was over in Albania. I mean, not like so close, but you know, like close enough. But yeah, getting over and getting back was like an arm and a leg compared to the like $30 flights that took me like all around the rest of Europe. Right. Or like, so I realize that's probably not entirely their fault. But you know, just, you know, hop on Iceland's train with that like super cheap wow route. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, yeah, you should do like a if it was possible to do like a marketing scam, not scam, Iceland is beautiful and great. And I would love to go there someday. Do like a marketing scheme like uh, Iceland has and get us there that way. Cause I would, man, I mean, someday I really do hope to go to Egypt and be there, but yeah, it does oh. sound very cool. And now from this article, now that I know that scarabs are not actually eating. <laughs> yes, I was just going to bring that up because I had just scrolled down to the part where they actually mentioned the mummy in yeah. this article, which is one of our favorite movies from childhood. Which is... Everyone should go rewatch and ogle over Art at Bay because he is uh, beautiful. <laughs> what a dream. What a dream boat. <laughs> he is the real hero of those movies. I'll yes. Rachel Weisz because she's mm, amazing. Yeah. Gotta love those facial tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, cool. So I guess that's mostly that for... I don't know that there's really anything else. Um, um, also sort of cat-related. This has, mm-hmm. like, no no point to it, but it does, like, in the mummy, you know? Uh, perfect. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so it's, like, it's not a scary movie, but when you're, like, smaller, you know, it was a little frightening, I would say. Yeah. Sure. But, uh, yeah, so in... In the mummy, in the movie, cats actually repel mummies. Oh, which yeah. I thought was great. <laughs> That's right, because there is that part where is it Brendan Fraser or another character just like literally like is holding like, holds a cat. up a cat, and the guy's like, "Oh my god!" and just like zooms away into the dust into his yeah into the mist into the yeah. sandstorm <laughs> yeah that's right oh my god such a good scene so yeah full circle everyone needs to get a cat for your own protection against the inevitable mummy recurrence in america yeah so that is you know one of the not mythical i guess kind of like mythical jobs of cats keepers of the underworld Right, yeah, keepers of the un- right, right, because if they're keepers of the underworld, then that would make any mummy here on Earth worried, like to see them, because if they're seeing them, they're probably like able to take them back to the underworld, which they clearly don't want to do. Yeah, and like in my opinion, any kind of like dead or undead thing, so like you know, ghosts, zombies, things like that, I think would all fall under the category of like underneath cats in their dominion of the underworld oh my god i would love to we oh my god yes i need someone to create some media tv show movie i don't care whatever it is but it's someone and their cat it's basically oh my god it would basically be the cat who but it would be like they would it would be like the cat who but supernatural it would just be supernatural but they would have a cat that would help send the mummies back to or the mummies the ghosts and stuff the like supernatural things back to the underworld oh god i yeah. want that okay well someone so this is us. this is a good segue into the like third article i think that you sent me oh yeah which one i don't know the demon i don't cat? know if you wanted to do yeah yeah let's do i don't know if you next. wanted to do that one next or last that's fine but yeah. so the I don't, this was your article i don't know if you want to explain it no go for it um yeah so this this demon cat apparently there has been sightings of a like larger than life like ghost like demon cat in the capitol or like around the capitol building in dc yeah but yeah when i was reading that i was like oh and i'm aware that they like explained it all away on like drunkenness of guards but i we still want to think it's real <laughs> i want to th- <laughs> i want to think it's real 
but I also, as a fan of Supernatural, I am equating this to kind of like, I don't know if you've ever watched it, but there are Hellhounds. Uh, yes, I have definitely <laughs> partook partook of supernatural (laughs) partake in in the joy of dean winchester yes yes the joy that is the winchester brothers yes yes um but yeah so supernatural delves into like the hellhound right mythology a little bit where like these giant invisible like dogs basically come and like drag people down to hell when they have expired their time on earth well mostly when they like sold their soul to a devil and like their time time runs on earth that is so poetic are you writing like a fantastical poem here <laughs> yes <laughs> i mean always <laughs> always when their when their time limit has come up on their deals with demons <laughs> yes yes of course they get dragged back down to hell but when yeah when i read your demon cat article i was like oh that's like a pretty like feline-esque take on the hellhound because it seems like that's kind of what people were seeing was just like a giant cat that was like pouncing on people and like scaring them to death yeah no totally yeah it's a a pretty cool story so like the origins of it I guess are from the senate or the uh, capitol building in dc so guards, mostly guards, apparently, it's like all all like lore of security guards from from the uh, Capitol building in D.C. And uh, apparently it was from like quite a while ago. So like from the early, early days of the Capitol building and uh, these security guards would just would tell these like fantastical tales of like cats that would like be normal size. And then like as they walked towards them would get bigger and bigger until they were like these huge monster cats um that were like in their faces and then they would disappear and uh there are a couple like pieces of quote-unquote evidence that they you know point to there are apparently little kitty footprints little kitty paw prints um actually in the cement of like a certain part right outside the i guess they said the old supreme court room right yeah it was either that or like the senate building yeah, I don't know, which is funny because I was actually, I was literally just in the Senate office building, like, oh, two right. days ago. Yeah. And so I I should have, like, I wish I had had this article that I could have, like, gone and checked and <gasps> seen, like, where it was. But I was oh. literally, like, just inside of the Senate building. No. And I did not look down to, like, see if there were kitty paw prints. Obviously, okay. I was not looking looking for cat paw prints in my <laughs> visit. Why are you not but... always looking for cat paw prints? listen you know the farm bill hasn't passed yet i was just really worried about food stamps <laughs> okay fair fair that's that's very fair <laughs> yeah. but yeah no next time next time i'm around actually we have a uh, we have more more legislative visits coming up in february remind me then and i will take a gander down yes. in the cement blocks of the the senate building okay i'll send you a calendar invite okay great (laughs) (laughs) yeah so the it is kind of interesting because the they did pretty much debunk in this article so this article is a, a recent one and it's basically kind of going through like how this legend has persisted to this day because they kind of debunked it with actually I thought kind of funny like if they were going to debunk it like this was a great story for it Um, (laughs) because it turns out so as this is you know sort of pre or post Civil War era I guess like around that time I guess the guards were oftentimes as I guess is the case in politics sometimes they were like people that were related to people but like weren't super um you know qualified or like we're kind of you know drunk on the job or like not great at this and just wanting to like leave so the one of the things that the historians think might have happened is that um they think that the guards certain guards or maybe a guard like one to begin with got drunk sort of like stumbled around and fell down and then like saw a cat in the distance and as the cat just like as perspective works like as the cat walked closer to him the cat just obviously got bigger and then like the cat's in his face and as he's like super drunk he's just like oh wow like freaked out and thought it was like a ghost (laughs) a giant ghost cat 
Um, yeah I mean that's fair I well I mean I like literally just posted this on Instagram this morning like I wake up and Mushu is over yeah. my face just about every that. morning that was so good. <laughs> and he does look fairly large and intimidating when he's sitting like on my pillow and like glaring at my <laughs> forehead <laughs> oh Mushu Mushu what a little. what a creep what a creep i actually that does happen to me and john too we what we what we see is a little bit farther up because murphy in particular likes to our bed is right up against a window and murphy mm-hmm. likes to sit in the windowsill and so she in the morning will put her little paws up onto the headboard like the back of the headboard and then she'll mm-hmm. poke through the blinds and then she'll like push herself up and then look down over the headboard at us so we're looking (laughs) down on high from us or at us but yeah I mean it makes a lot of sense and it also makes sense that you know the paw prints in the cement could have been an actual cat Um, (laughs) probably was yeah they look very much like actual cat paw print size like they don't they do they're they're not big and also I think part of what like we didn't add in where like people were like well cat paw prints in this like stone building but it actually is cement because part of the stone building was damaged you know in history through like explosions or whatever so it is like a stone building but it has been patched up with cement and the paw prints are in cement so yeah that was that was the debunking of that part of the myth Although, to play feline's advocate here, as you know I love to do, um, mm-hmm, of course, <laughs> looking at the picture, they do look very close. They're almost like in like a single file line in a way that like it doesn't normally look like cats walk. Like it does look like one and then the other right behind it. It's a single file almost like as if you were going to like stamp it almost with like a stamp or something. So. I'm just going to throw that out there. Apparently someone also scratched um, DC, which the other really fun part of this whole thing is that uh, Demon Cat, as as the cat is known, as the Mm -hmm. monster Mm -hmm. ghost cat is known, is Demon Cat, but it's DC for District of Columbia. Nah, yeah, (laughs) that one I was like, you, you can't really like say that that represents demon cat because a cats except for coco cannot spell (laughs) i mean but if cats are you know as we're going back here if they're the gateway to you know gatekeepers to the underworld i would assume they would have to be literate i mean maybe maybe all the road signage to hell is in picture form that's true that's true as i'm saying it i i even take it back i take it back (laughs) also what language did do cats speak i mean the road signs would have to be in different languages they're probably coming from like gathering people from all over the world i would assume that it's it's in picture form yeah that's a good point to like capture the most amount of people i just realized i didn't actually even say what it was i got distracted by the dc dc thing but Mm -hmm. um apparently someone has also scratched dc into the the cement also i don't know they didn't really say if it was close to the other paw prints or not or just in the same area yeah i can't i remember there being a picture but i can't remember if the picture had paw prints in it yeah i'm looking at it now and it doesn't look like it's near like the paw print picture and the dc scratch picture are different. so it's literally just dc somewhere and someone's like oh that could be demon Cat, yeah but like 100%. the whole city is called dc <laughs> it could literally also be like dan chrysanthemum like it could be anyone <laughs> yeah that's true or the name of the city i mean also that <laughs> yeah it um, could be anything i do feel like even if there is no giant demon cat roaming dc like there probably are plenty of ghost cats in and around the area because cats as we know are used for rodent control and specifically in cities with like underground passages like dc i'm sure there have been plenty of working cats around there that are just like hanging out chilling in ghost form just like running through the hallways so do you mean like cats that had like working cats from like the ages like past that these yeah. are ghost cats that have hung around yeah i know i agree i totally agree yeah 
And they even said that the reason that those guards initially were probably even seeing cats was because they had introduced a bunch of cats into the Capitol building for rodent control. So there were actual cats <laughs> in the building. And like, yeah, those cats are probably totally still hanging around unless they found someone else to bother. Yeah, for sure. Also, so this is not part of the article that you sent me, but I was Googling alien cats. Yes. Just to kind of like go on a go on a tangent here. As well you so should was, have. <laughs> so I was Googling alien cats. And first of all, they're like the first thing that pops up was this like adorable sad little canadian cat that had like a weird like eye deformation that had just like enormous eyes because like they wouldn't stop growing oh no so that was that was the first thing that popped up with alien cat it's i didn't read past like 2015 but like the eyes had to be removed unfortunately she's blind but as of 2015 was like still doing fine and like living in canada that's good so no updates on that alien cat sorry everyone but there was an article on wikipedia about abc's alien big cats i think (laughs) (laughs) if i'm remembering that correctly uh yeah how could you forget i mean how could i how could i forget but it's like it's apparently a thing that like people so the the first article that I clicked on was like specifically in the like Great Britain area I think but huh. it's like all over the world because I clicked on like a more generic article and it was it had like these ABC sightings in like all different countries like US, New Zealand, you know, like everywhere. Wow. And it's it's like this phenomenon where people like sight big cats outside of their natural habitat. So like people in like New Jersey will be like, "Oh my god, there's a jaguar!" Like, what the heck? And then, oh, like, you mean big cats? Weird... Like big cats? You didn't like, mean like like actual? Wow, like, actual oh. big cats. Got it. Interesting. And people will yeah, and so it's like apparently it's like a- enough of a phenomenon that it like has its own Wikipedia article and has its own name. <laughs> Whoa, ABC. So, okay. Yeah, so that's maybe something to like look into or like keep an eye out for if anyone has seen a random like big cat where a big cat is not supposed to be. Let us know because I'm a yeah. little curious now. Like, okay, it wasn't quite Bigfoot esque because <gasps> these were like actual like people were seeing them and being like oh i recognize that as like an actual animal on this earth but like mm-hmm. that's not where this is supposed to be oh okay so yeah that was my question so these are like i guess people probably weren't getting close enough to be like this is an actual cat or yeah. like what it was like alien-esque as in like they were seeing like it was not actually a big cat just like a big like an alien being like oh what's a what you know being confused about like you know what they say that what like li- like lions are like the king of the jungle like what if they mm-hmm. like aliens looked down and they couldn't decide who was like the more dominant species and they were like cats are definitely the more dominant species and they decided to just like you know actual project themselves into that's not the right term to like <laughs> take the form of uh cat like a giant cat because it's so like powerful and could obviously easily kill any of us yeah um, i mean my my theory is that like all I should stop that. My theory <laughs> is that, I mean, all cats originated as aliens and they just kind of like oh. have, have formed their own societies and like that's why they're the way they are. They're like, yeah, we're going to take over this world, but like, or we could have a cushy life with all of these people taking care of us. Oh my God, you're blowing my mind right now because I have heard that. So, but I didn't even connect that with this. <laughs> so that's, I mean, that is my my theory is that all cats are in fact originally aliens that have like landed and just like seamlessly become (laughs) part of our world but um yeah I I mean I don't know how people feel about that theory in connection to these alien big cats like to me it makes sense if like cats are aliens then like maybe there are some big cats that still have the remnants of their like alien intelligence and society and they're just like i'm just you know like me jaguar here gonna go like explore new jersey see what i can (laughs) you know drum up in this neck of the woods you know here's my only problem with that if Mm -hmm. i were an alien cat and a jaguar 
New Jersey is not the first place I would want to visit. <laughs> I wouldn't I mean, be super New curious. Jersey was just an example. <laughs> okay. Okay. The first thing I thought of. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like oh, I couldn't, but I I couldn't like say anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I couldn't say anywhere in the Southwest because apparently there are like actual jaguars in the Southwest, and oh, my wow. immediate thought was to go north <laughs> to like the Big Apple. I mean, even New York would make more sense. <laughs> or Canada, I don't know, but I just mentioned yeah, okay, Canada, Canada with the other alien cats, so I had to pick somewhere different. <laughs> Virginia. <laughs> You trapped yourself. You really trapped yourself Tennessee. on that one. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's really, anyway. That is really interesting, though. We'll keep an eye on that. And if anyone has seen a, uh, a Bigfoot alien cat, please let us know. <laughs> Particularly in New Jersey. <laughs> or other places. Definitely other places. <laughs> florida maybe i don't think they have any big cats oh yeah that would be kind of creepy although it would kind of seem to fit because they just have chaos there in general (laughs) that's true and a lot of these were like maybe they're explained away by people like you know with florida gators they just like release them because they caught them when they were babies and they're like oh that's so cute and then like release them into sewers when they're older well you know they're like maybe it was just like an escaped zoo creature that you know no one was everyone was like Shh, don't tell them it escaped well, well yeah in trouble no that was actually my first thought because in oh god people in LA LA are terrible but a lot of the um someone was just telling me about the different like they're like a bunch of different like breeds of like bird or even like different animals that are just like out and about in LA because people fucking just we got them as pets and then we're like wait this is actually a wild animal and then release them mm-hmm. it's like a yeah. lot like when i was in echo park there was actually a um a group of peacocks that lived like on the telephone pole at the top of my hill and it was huh. like a hundred percent just from people that had had like a couple peacocks and then they like released them and then they bred and now they like live near dodger stadium <laughs> and cheese oh, are seemingly fine i hope they're fine yeah. i don't know I what mean... to do with them <laughs> I mean, peacocks are kind of, like, big and mean. You have to have, like, a yard for that. Oh, 100%. Yeah, like, I mean, like, Grandma Eva had the huge farm and, like, they could just do whatever the fuck they wanted. Yeah. I'm also not, I'm, like, very unclear about, like, where peacocks actually come from originally. Like, they seem too beautiful to be from the U.S., but maybe Mm -hmm. they are. I don't know. Maybe they do fine in our climates. Yeah, you know, I don't know either. I mean, they do seem like something like uh, like palm trees weren't, I don't think, weren't natural here. Or they at least weren't natural to California and people like brought them and implanted them in places. They they seem kind of like that of like, yeah, that they would have come from somewhere somewhere else and then just like, yeah. you know, ended up there. But there was uh, a, a, a castle in Lisbon that I went to that oh. had peacocks all oh. over the place. Oh, cool. And yeah, I mean, they seem to be doing fine. I mean, I guess birds like generally kind of do fine wherever they are. I mean, they don't really need much. It seems like I could be wrong, but they just kind of like chilled in trees and like slept in bushes and seemed like pretty happy. They are kind of weird and scrappy for like how beautiful they are, but like they can't migrate. Like that would be the only thing that I would worry about because birds usually are fine Uh, because they can migrate, but peacocks Mm -hmm. can't really fly. Well, as our our uh, experience, I mean, our childhood, they can like f- flap around. They can, but they can't flap very far. Like they can barely flap between. <laughs> like can. so, as when Julie and I were growing up, our uh, our great grandma Eva, who I'm named after, um, had this really big, crazy, cool farm in uh, in Florida, and um, she had a bunch of peacocks, and she had a bunch of like other things too, like guinea hens and cows, and a crazy dog that would be on the floor. But um, mm. the peacocks would always. Uh, get trapped on trees like on low tree branches because they would hop onto our car and then hop onto tree branches and then when we drove away they like wouldn't be able to get down so I, so many times I would see these car- these um, peacocks just like fluttering down in like a huge like hailstorm of feathers and just like uh, just basically like fall and like flail their limbs until they hit the ground I feel like they can they can make, probably glide Really? I don't think so. I I don't I don't know. 
but they were like really high in the trees in Lisbon is the only thing like I'm I actually like don't really remember them that much from the farm like I do remember them sitting like kind of high in trees but I was also very small so that could have been like pretty low in trees and (laughs) it would have seemed high to me but yeah they were like actually pretty high up in the trees in Lisbon and like maybe they were climbing like up the castle walls by the stairs and like hopping over I'm not sure that's true actually now that I'm thinking about it I mean they were on the telephone poles in Echo Park where I used to live and I don't know how they got up there. I mean, it was the same height, I guess, as some house roofs. So maybe they were kind of climbing. But yeah, maybe they can do like really limited flapping I, flight. I think they, yeah, I think they, I think they're not long distance birds, but I think they can like hop and flap and like glide at least short distance, maybe like chicken style, you know? <laughs> got like, it. Yeah. Maybe like Zelda chicken style. Oh, yes. If I called a peacock a Zelda chicken (laughs) once, I've called it a Zelda chicken a thousand times. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, well, that, yeah, so that's our, uh, oh my God. Okay, so yeah, everyone keep updated. (laughs) What are we talking about? I know, I was like, wait, I was trying to tie it back in, and then I was like, oh, I forgot. I don't think we were even on a thing to tie up. Um, Yeah, so that's sorry, everyone. All right. That was uh, the demon cat article that then yes. morphed into us requesting Bigfoot stories. <laughs> yeah, re- requesting Bigfoot cat stories. That's right. That's right. Okay. Let's tie it all back. From New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, please, someone write to us and tell us, even if it's a lie. Um, I want to hear that. Um, cool. Well, our last article I actually found, and Julia and I actually did. Uh, do you remember this? This was one of the first things we talked about when we yeah. like started this podcast but when then, we had a, a horrible uh, recording night our yeah. horrible first recording that we just totally scrapped <laughs> oh my god we had to, I don't even know if I still have it because it's such bad audio I was using just a USB mic that was that like, was pre-anchor it was pre-anchor thank you anchor for bringing us to the quality for audio saving that us now, that only I mess up because I have terrible headphones otherwise the audio is great um but we did talk about this. It's so interesting. Um, this article, first of all, it's not super, super new. It's from 2013, but the idea is still around in there. And um, the article title, I just will never, ever stop loving. It is called Elementary, My Dear Fluffy, Cat DNA Solves Another Homicide. So here we are <laughs> tying it all back in. And this is from like an actual news source. This is NBC News. This is not like just from anywhere <laughs> i just should say this is not from quillerin's yeah. moose county yeah, newspaper daily fluxion <laughs> uh, or the rampage we should say the rampage because the daily fluxion is the very well thought of by quillerin and the rampage mm. is the like gossip rag according to him oh yeah right so this course. is no rampage news this is daily fluxion news um yeah, for sure so it's just so interesting. So basically what happened was um, to tie it all back in to cat crime solving. So this happened in the UK and I guess what had happened, they don't give, it's really interesting. This article doesn't give like a ton of details about the actual murder that was committed, but it sounds I like mean, it, was... it was like a dismembered body. Well, yeah, Dis- they dismem- dismembered. Right. Dismembered. Yeah, that's that's horrible. Yeah, it was it was like a dismembered torso. Yeah, exactly. But I just I guess I just meant um, motive wise. They didn't really go into oh, yeah, like, how it started. But I mean, it, it, it like neighbor. neighbors. Yeah, yeah, it was a neighbor. You can kind of like guess. But you know what was interesting though from like the beginning is that I just feel like there's a whole thing about. Well, I guess yeah, it might have been like the first time this guy killed because I was thinking like you know people who are capable of that kind of violence are usually not good with animals are usually like yeah that's what i that's exactly what i the conclusion that i came to too and was like i'm so glad that a cat made it out alive but yeah i guess that's that's more of a like like an indicator of like a serial killer or other other sociopath psychopath type personalities not necessarily just someone who would like snap once and then like maybe regret it later it doesn't say he regretted it but no it's in his mouth it also doesn't say that he was a serial killer so no exactly that this was fine fine with his cat yeah so basically the story is that uh you're right there are two neighbors in the uk and um one of them had a cat 
and the other one was found dead on a beach and wrapped in like a like a curtain i guess and it turns out that there were cat hairs on that curtain that then threw it was unclear if like it i think part of this dna database for cats already existed and so they were using that partly but then they were also using this as like an example of like we should really build this because it's really helpful so basically they used it as evidence against the neighbor because it turns out that that cat hair belonged to the neighbor's cat and so they did they did also find other things like they found some of the neighbors the neighbor who the murderer uh his blood i don't think at the crime scene though i think the cat hair was the only thing they found at the actual crime scene but they did have other evidence but one of the main pieces of evidence they used was the fact that this guy's cat hair was on the the curtain that wrapped around the body so and there are a lot of just like really great quotes in this article too about like <laughs> cats like you know being good at or like unintentionally unintentionally like marking crime scenes and like <laughs> how they're just they're like, like especially clingy hair makes great yeah. like makes for great evidence yeah exactly they're such fastidious groomers yeah, yeah. it's just so interesting it's like the ultimate like cat crime solving news yeah item. It is, yeah, I find it very impressive that they're able to, like, match cat DNA, but I think the most impressive part to me about this article is that, like, so they had a couple of different stories where they used cat hair DNA to, like, match to different cats for, like, different crimes, but in every instance it was, like, this, you know, pocket had, like, four cat hairs in it, or, like, this curtain had, like, eight cat hairs on it, and I'm, like, how the fuck are people getting their clothing and their curtains to have less than a thousand cat hairs on it? (laughs) That's a fair question that we should probably submit as evidence as uh, discovery, too. I have a cat and I think everything from like wall to carpet is just like covered in cat hair and if it's not covered in cat hair it's covered in like dirty cat paw prints or like <laughs> yeah. cat dander. So you better not commit <laughs> like, any crimes is basically what this article is uh, implying here to you. Yeah pretty much if anyone is murdered in this apartment they're gonna like immediately link it back to Mushu. <laughs> That's true because how do they know? No, I'm not even going to say that. That's the stupidest thing I've ever said. And I'm just going to move on. I was going to say, how do they know it wasn't the cat that committed the murder? But bye. That's really dumb. And I'm not even going to say it. I mean, if we're going back to like cats or aliens theories, it's maybe not that dumb. But That's true. That's, that's true. I feel like we've already said dumber things in this podcast so far. <laughs> just today. <laughs> yeah people are gonna listen to this one and this is gonna be the episode where we like drop to zero <laughs> yes it's just gonna be like oh people are gonna be like oh, excuse me <laughs> go back to who are one. these people <laughs> <laughs> um but oh but on the good side okay so apparently tinker the cat the good side of all of this is that tinker the cat the murderer's cat is actually alive and well and living with new owners now according to the article no longer no longer living with a murderer that's the silver lining to this exactly that is the real silver lining is that i mean no cat should have to live with a murderer because like who knows what like you know what that person thought or what was like if he was gonna snap at a human like there's no telling when he would have snapped at a cat too you know so it's just good that good that that cat is with new a new family yeah hopefully they're not ancient egyptians yeah that's true one can hope that in the uk <laughs> this cat is not living with current ancient egyptians <laughs> yeah not to stereotype all egyptians i'm sure egyptians now are very nice to cats but, no actually know, in ancient are, times they are so i actually this is i had not thought of this probably since it happened but um when i so back a couple years ago when we first got murphy we actually poor you know just as life happens we ended up getting murphy john and i like right before um christmas like right before we were both traveling and Mm -hmm. we technically weren't supposed to have cats in our apartment it was a whole thing it's fine now but at the time i was like oh the easiest solution is for me just to take murphy home with me which ended up being a little bit of a nightmare for everyone involved but was kind of fun to have a cat with you the whole time because it's just she's anyway it it was it was an experience but 
What? Oh, I know. I've taken two of them on the plane. That's true. Yeah, I don't need to tell you. <laughs> don't need to tell me. 16 hours. Woo. Yeah, you definitely win time-wise. I mean, this was just the, you know, cross-country flight as opposed to that, like, transatlantic flight. It's yeah. true. Especially with a cat that did not stop meowing the entire time. But it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but on my way back to California... I was at Dallas and I was checking in to my flight, you know, obviously doing the whole rigmarole of like, hello, I have a cat here that you have to do at the check-in counter when you get there. And the guy who was checking me in was Egyptian. He told me he was like, was so, and he was like enamored with, and I mean, granted Murphy is a very pretty cat. Like she's especially like beautiful and sassy and diva-like, but he like, <laughs> he just was like so enamored of her. And he was like, I'm from Egypt. Like we love cats. Like my whole family has. And he was like telling me about how his like brother had a tuxedo cat and how they like specifically love like, those patterns because like I don't know he was saying I can't remember specifically but I think he was saying something about like that pattern isn't always like that looks like a more rare pattern or something like that but yeah he was so sweet he was like super nice he was like and like like went out of his way to like be super helpful while I had Murphy there so he was current Egyptians I am a huge fan of (laughs) (laughs) particularly (laughs) yeah no it's I I know it's super helpful to like that happened on on my flight too. I did not run into an Egyptian, but there was a woman sitting next to me who was like, my cat was also crying the entire way. And like, luckily that flight that I was on was just like a short little layover in um, Vienna. So the first leg was only like an hour, but yeah, the, the like really sweet, like Austrian woman I was sitting next to was like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, I have a dog that I travel with all the time. Just imagine how loud that is. Like, your cat sounds like a little angel compared to this. Like, I'm just going to sleep right through it. And I was like, thank you for being so nice. (laughs) But, you know, I actually found that, too, that people were super nice. And I think it's because, like, someone even told me this point blank that was, like, people are just so in, like, sheer terror of being of sitting next to a baby on a long flight (laughs) that like someone even was like it's I kept apologizing to like everyone around me even though like it really was like you can't really hear like she and she wasn't crying very loud either but like Mm -hmm. you can't also can't really hear her that that well the person next to me was like you know what I don't even care because it's not a baby screaming like it could be (laughs) a thousand times worse and I was like you know what I guess that is fair (laughs) no that's true yeah when I took Ari on a plane she like she cried a, a little bit but like I I got to the end of the flight it was like a, you know the 12 the big 12 hour like Ugh. Frankfurt to DC flight probably like 8 to 10 hours I don't know it was long oh, though god that's so many and, hours yeah I got to the end we landed and I was like whoo okay like we made it we're you know last like 45 minute ride home like we got this and I pulled her out from under the seat and the guy next to me stands up and looks down and was like oh my god you had a cat and I was the entire time <laughs> you were like thank god no I, I was never like, did oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like good no one noticed <laughs> yeah well I think that's is that it I mean we went over the three articles we think we might I mean depending on uh if people don't 100% hate this always and forever um (laughs) we hope you enjoyed this we had fun like looking through the different like you know definitely in our same aesthetic uh kitty stories related items so we might try to do this every now and then just to see what else is going on in the world of paranormal cats and um yeah but but we will be getting back to the cat who next week. Um, the next one we'll be reading is the cat who knew a cardinal, um, like a bird so, or like a religious man. Oh, we'll find out. But we also should probably know on the cover: is it full of bird feathers or crosses? <laughs> well, it's actually neither. I actually was oh. just going to that to look and to see. So what we got here is an upside down. Uh, it looks like a really old. Oh my god. I can't even I don't even know how to describe this actually. It's <laughs> Wait, So it's in the book too. I can go fish it out of wherever I put it. Okay. Well, I mean, I feel like we should also describe it for people who are listening. Yeah. Since oh, this no, is an no, audio medium. Describing, I just have an underactive imagination as we have discovered. <laughs> That's true. So um, I need a picture. <laughs> fair. 
fair. That's fair. Um, for all of those of you who do have an imagination, unlike Julia. Um, so what it is, it's a newspaper with oh, it's little like printing press tiles. Yeah, it's printing press tiles with like random. So there is actually a bird. I just realized that one of the tiles is a bird. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're, of course, blood splattered. But it's a newspaper, too. And I just turned it upside down to read it because it's actually upside <laughs> I down. I literally just did the same thing. <laughs> like, what is this? God, we're like idiots reading books upside down. Yeah, um, these aren't words. <laughs> no. Well, well, this is what leads me to believe. So the title of the newspaper is Zablek. And then you can't see anything else. Mm-hmm. Or Tablek unclear but then one of the main columns over here is quillerin it rocked cats <laughs> did coco write this yeah that's literally what i was gonna say i was gonna say this is the this is the work of the cat yeah the hot news of coco and yum yum for the the moose county yeah i was gonna say this could be in like a d- different like made-up language of like ancient cardinals but the picture is of like a jockey on a horse yeah so i don't think this is from ancient times whatsoever i also question why because now i'm like 100 percent sold that this is a cat newspaper why yeah. cats would care about jockeys but i guess we'll find out in and the also, cat who knew a cardinal why these printing press tiles have no letters on them they're literally just pictures of animals that's true they are they it's like a horse make... and a bunny and like a blue jay you know what the one in the middle looks like it looks like a mushroom with a knife yeah i don't think it is though where do you see that <laughs> the one in the middle the horse head oh it's a horse head i turned it the wrong way <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were doing a little carryover. <laughs> oh my god! Because look at it from the. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh no! Oh, I see it now. The mane is like the mushroom cap. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was looking at it upside down, and I was like, "Oh yeah, throwback." Oh yeah, if you look at it upside down, it does kind of look like a mushroom. It looks more <laughs> like a snail, though. Yeah, it does look like a snail. You're right, but it actually is a horse. It's so. A <laughs> you are right i am dumb <laughs> um so yeah do we want to do we want to do a little blurby blurb yeah the cat who knew a cardinal all the world's a stage and now jim quillerin's apple orchard has become the stage for a real life murder scene i did not know jim quillerin had an apple orchard i did not i forgot that his first name was jim <laughs> yeah actually that's a good point i didn't do (laughs) oh geez okay all right the much disliked director of the pickaxe theater club's shakespeare production hillary van brook is found dead after the closing night cast party oh and with the help of his super smart siamese quill must cast a suspicious eye on all the players especially the ones pussyfooting oh. around behind the scenes. Oh, a word. I know. <laughs> what a word. Indeed. Quillerin, a prize-winning reporter with a... No- oh, this is just nothing to do with this specific book. That's oh. the one that's on all of them. Yeah, I think that's like the series breakdown. Yeah, we don't need that. Nope, don't need that. Cool. Well, that's what Whew. the cat who knew a cardinal is about. Well, Hillary Van Brook is dead, and we are suspicious of everyone. <laughs> Which isn't that kind of always the way. <laughs> that is kind of always the way. So, who's the cardinal? I guess we'll find out. Although I wonder. Oh, I get it's a Shakespeare. I was just thinking, we're, since we're thing? going back to freaking Shakespeare here. Um, right. Well, obviously, we're experts in that, so we. <laughs> I know, God damn it. We'll have a real leg up in trying to solve this murder. There are going to be so many references we don't get again. <laughs> oh, no. Thanks, Lillian Jackson Braun. You know I don't read. <laughs> uh, Lillian Jackson Braun is making you read. <laughs> Do we want another sound bite of Mushu? Because I think I can make him make a funny noise. Oh, always. I always want a funny noise from Mushu. Okay, great. did you get that i did it was so good (laughs) i looked over and he was in that like 
his eyes were like kind of open but I could tell he was like sort of in the middle of half being asleep and I was like if I touch him he's definitely gonna be like (laughs) startled and make a funny noise (laughs) oh Mushu buddy Mush oh um well yeah so that's that's it for uh for this time and uh thanks so much for listening thanks so much for um you know following us on social media and you know sending us pictures of your cats which people are still doing and that's so amazing and great and i loved it what else um oh we do have a book club too i think we mentioned that in the last one uh in the last episode if you go to Goodreads and look me up, Eva Gross, and then, or I think you can just look up Paranormal Captivity on Goodreads also. Um, I put our little logo on there too, so you should be able to recognize it. Um, we started a book club, so join that if you want to see. I'm going to start loading in some of the books that we're going to read in the future, and so we can all read together if you want to read but i mean also the point of this too is that you don't have to read these books and we are reading them for you so also don't feel any pressure to do that either um, yeah or if you want to like test one out and then never read them again we also understand that that's fair that is really fair they are really fun um you know if you're at a used bookstore just like a you know one two dollar three dollar just kind of fun pickup which i actually this was i was just telling julie the other day it was so sweet um this somewhat this really sweet um and that's why we drink fan came up to me while i was selling merch um at the one of the dc shows and she was like hey i listened to your podcast and i really like it and i was gotten to dc early and so i went to a used bookstore and and then she just pulled out a cat who book from her purse and i was like oh my god (laughs) ever um so that was just so awesome um yeah so yeah follow yeah. us on social media we're um paranormal captivity pod on instagram and we're por- paranormal pod on twitter oh um, we have a twitter we have a twitter I've been- oh yeah that just gave everything away that it's uh, me and not you on that <laughs> <laughs> i don't twitter in I know my you don't. Life. <laughs> I know you don't. Um, but I Instagram. I know you do. We're all happy so, for you. Some, <laughs> some, some, some of those cat pictures on Instagram are actually my cats, although most of them are not. <laughs> I know. Yeah. If Every once me, in a while, mine slip in. Yeah. No, you should definitely send me more pictures and I'll put them up. I've been waiting. I have that really great Mushu and the, the cat who knew a cardinal that I'm waiting to post for that episode oh, next week. Yeah nice but yeah send me maybe we could have mom send pictures of ari and chuni too yeah for sure well i'm gonna so i think as i slowly try to integrate my cats back into my life i think i'm actually <laughs> gonna bring chuni back with me after i go home for thanksgiving oh so nice I might, yeah i might i don't know i can't tell if it's a terrible idea to bring ari and chuni at the same time because they hate each should, other because they hate each other <laughs> <laughs> well they don't hate each other ari hates chuni right and chuni just Whoa. wants to be friends yeah get that you know that relationship straight yeah sorry sorry so yeah i don't know i mean yeah i might bring just chuni first because i feel like if he had some quality time with mushu maybe they'd be good buds yeah that's true and then ari coming into that might be easier than ari you know traveling with chuni who she already dislikes so strongly despises <laughs> yeah yeah we'll see anyway all, all of that to say i might have more cat more diverse cat pictures soon yay always good okay cool so i guess we should wrap it up then yeah should we next the next book we're gonna read is the cat who knew a cardinal the one after that is the cat who moved a mountain right yeah the cat who moved a mountain yeah the cat who moved a mountain yeah so if you want to read along with the cat who knew a cardinal we're going to be doing that for not this week but the next week um and we'll probably i don't know we i mean we haven't really looked through it yet so we might break it up into two parts we might do it all at once depending on how much content is in here but the cat who moved a mountain we're gonna try and do a little experiment and break it up into smaller segments. So if you guys wanted to read along, uh, we can do shorter, like chapter one through five at a time. Yeah. And, uh, and that way we can kind of all go through it together. 
Yeah. And that way too, it's not like we are, we, you know, as much as we like reading the, the full book all at once, um, if we break it up a little bit more, we can do, you know, we're not trying to cram as much information. You know, we kind of found we were doing like bigger plot points and kind of missing the like, you know, I mean, as much as we love to just focus on the gossip of Moose County, we can do that more <laughs> um, if we break it up into smaller parts. So we're going to test that out with the cat who moved a mountain. Which will be in two to three weeks. Yeah, depending on. So I think probably the cat who knew a cardinal will be two two parts still. Two parts? Okay, two parts. cool. So and in then... like three weeks. Oh, but if we do. Ooh, spoiler. If we do that Sabrina <gasps> update. <gasps> That's you might true. have plenty of time to get the cat who moved a mountain because it might not be for a month oh my god guys everything's chaos we're just put, going by the seat of our boot straps that's not the saying <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not the saying should we have a christmas cat episode i mean yeah definitely oh god should we yeah. also have a hanukkah cat episode yeah duh we should do all of it oh my god okay what okay we're gonna have to brainstorm what we're gonna yeah, do we are gonna have to brain. we're gonna okay we're gonna bra- we're gonna think about we're gonna we're gonna think about what we're gonna do with our lives yeah we're gonna really sit down and like <laughs> ponder the existential meaning of cat crime yeah. solving and what yes. it means to the christmas season right <laughs> exactly um, <laughs> But in the meantime, thanks again, everyone, for listening. Um, we love you all. We love your cats. We love all your animals, really. Um, we're just highlighting how great cats are here. We are not hating on any other pets. And, yeah, happy uh, happy Monday. Yeah. Okay, okay bye. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>